0: Hey folks, Patrick here. Just want to preface this by saying that it is a premium clip. This is from Premium Flipping the Field, uh, which of course you can only get if you subscribe to Meet at Midfield. Uh, Go to meetatmidfield.com. There's no code, but you can subscribe you will get access to all of the premium Flipping the Field episodes as well as the premium episodes of High Street Freaks uh, and all of the premium posts, which are uh, numerous, as well as access, of course, to I think my favorite feature at Made at Midfield, which is the message board. And uh, if you've never been over there, if you are not usually a message board poster, this one is very different. It is not like anything you're going to get from any other message board in a very good way. Uh, I think you should check it out. If you like this podcast clip and you want more of this, please subscribe. Please listen to me, or uh, please listen to flipping the field, and join us at Meet at Midfield. got a little bit of, I guess, news reporting to talk about from ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, from, uh, where we ES- both work, by the way. Yeah, where we both work from ESPN's Paula Levine, uh, headline, Georgia football players add to traffic incidents since January 15th crash record show. Um, so we're going to read a little bit of this. We're going to talk about this a little bit. It is kind of a, I mean, not kind of, it's a serious topic. And so it's not necessarily... Uh, usually our bag, but it is worth talking about. And before we do that, I also want to talk about something that is a little bit more our bag, which is the way that ESPN is presenting this reporting, um, which you will see as you as you hear us talking about this story is like, this is like a kind of a big deal. There's a lot of stuff in this story that is significant. There's a guy who will be talked about in this story who works for the the Georgia football team who is like, Paying fines and paying, you know, doing all sorts of stuff to get these guys basically out of trouble, um, which is, you know, standard practice generally, but not that openly, usually, it's not that brazen, um, so the way that ESPN has decided to present this story, um, is I I went to the website to try and find it cuz you had posted about it but I didn't go through it go to it through Twitter uh if you want to read this story on ESPN it's only on the little sidebar where it says top headlines and it's just like very small one line text um, it's the second top headline below Texas Tech induct- inducting Mike Leach into Hall of Honor. Um, it is nice. nowhere on the main page. There's no picture. There's no big marquee for it. Right now on the actual college football main page for ESPN is It Sure Ain't Babysitting, an inside look at Nick Saban's Youth Camp by Chris Lowe. Um, NFL scouts picked 10 sleepers for the 2024 draft. Who's flying under the radar this summer? And a picture of Vlad McConkie. Um, the latest we're hearing on Colorado, the Big 12 and all things realignment story from two days ago, Uh, scouting the elite quarterbacks in the 2024 recruiting class strengths, breakdowns, Mm. and team fits from Tom Lugenbill um, Georgia and who else breaking down college football's top 10 defenses for 2023? What will Deion's Colorado roster actually look like on the field? That story came out a week ago. Um, why the big 10 ditched divisions and protected 11 games to make room for USC and UCLA? I don't know why you'd need a whole article to say that money. Um, it's not anywhere. There's no, it's not on the front page unless you look at the top headlines, which is not where you would look. That is, it's, it's like, the smallest of part not. of the page yeah. <laughs> it's, this am is I, this is so st- this is ridiculous why is this fucking chris low puff piece on the front page and this georgia story isn't what
1: the hell am i crazy and like just to clarify we're reading this about six hours after it came out so it's yeah. not like this is like something that came out three days ago or picture about that like it came out pretty recently yeah am i nuts for this is i probably of got it's not like an ohio state media bias thing but like Every other program seems to have more shit sticking them than Georgia does. Like, yeah. you know, people still get riled up over like you know Ole Miss players like and their shit off the field, or like you know Lincoln Riley like NIL poaching, or you know, uh, of course, like there's a lot of famous answers of like you know Urban Myers, Florida. You know, like a lot of these off the field places, at other schools seems to have a much seem to have a much bigger and more serious coverage. Like this Georgia, one I know, has been covered a good bit, especially by the Atlanta Journal-Constitutional, like with some really good reporting, but it feels like it's not sticking to Kirby or like the Georgia program at all. Like there's just no side effect of the fact, like they have a huge problem where they have some of their star players outlined in this article you're going to get into just constantly doing the same thing, receiving no punishment for it, including the fact that it killed two people in the program. Like, yeah, it seems insane to me. That there's just no coverage about this.
0: Yeah. Like there are out, like, like this
1: is being buried rather. Yeah, yeah.
0: There are a couple of ESPN stories um, and then there is, like you said, the, the AJC reporting, which is where a lot of this stuff, I think, originally comes from. They, they published a report on Friday um, that, uh, if I remember, which I will try to do, I will link to in the, uh, in the description of this article. Um, but they, they posted a story about a lot of this, and it seems like ESPN has gone and uh, backed up some of this reporting, added some more reporting of its own. Uh, but the gist of this here, I think, is, is summed up pretty well in this lead. Uh, It says, Georgia football players and their cars have been involved in at least 10 reports of traffic-related moving violations in athens Athens Clark County since January 15th, when a a player and team staff member were killed in a reckless driving incident allegedly tied to racing, according to records obtained by ESPN. 10. 10. Since January 15th. It's June. It's not even June 15th. It's June 14th. It's been less than five months. Since two people died in the program, and they've had ten more, dude.
1: Crazy, it's crazy, and, and I think you're into it here too. But like, some of the details are are, are fairly nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I like the, the stuff about Kendall Milt they have in here is is insane as well. Yeah. I mean. The
0: the story continues here. Players have also been involved in at least 60 additional moving violations, including speeding, distracted and reckless driving, and disobeying traffic signs since the beginning of the 2021 academic year, according to ESPN's analysis of 911 calls, police reports, and court records from athens Clark County. About 30 of those incidents have occurred since last summer, when Coach Kirby Smart said police met with the team about the dangers of street racing. Um, continues on here, says that the uh, the AJC reporting found that police have charged Georgia players with traffic offenses nearly 300 times since Kirby Smart became the head coach in 2015. Um, some of those are, you know, minor offenses where fa- fail, failure to wear a seat belt, traffic violations, things like that from other counties and states. Um, but this is all since he took over. Almost three hundred such offenses within the Georgia program. Um then there are there are several kind of quotes in here from the Georgia Athletic Association, I believe it is it is called. Um <laughs> this one seems to be kind of uh I, I would say just accu- not accurate just not true uh, says the Athletic Association recognizes the severity of reckless driving and is actively addressing recent incidents with educational measures mentorship and when necessary punitive action uh, no it isn't um, baseless reports no, it's not. Is, yeah, yeah baseless <laughs> reports that suggest we tolerate this behavior are categorically false uh, they're not they're true um, our coaches and administrators are deeply disappointed by the persistence of reckless driving and other misbehavior Um... <laughs> Come on,
1: <laughs> come yeah. on. Yeah, and there's a, there's a part of it later in this that that notes that like Kirby is apparently like making them run the stairs yeah. or the stadium rather the stadium steps like as viewed by top boosters. Uh-huh. Uh Like basically they're just having boosters watch these guys run the stairs as the punishment they're getting. Uh, just rich guys watch you run. It, it, yeah. It's insane. Like it, it is completely nuts.
0: Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, that is not uh, punitive measures. I think. And if you think it is, no. it seems like it's not taking perhaps there's given... no suspensions
1: there's nothing out of yeah. practice these guys are like, like like i'm not saying like necessarily that's even the right punishment either obviously i think that, like the athens police are really not doing a very good job here either yeah if they're having like guys repeatedly doing this and they're just continuing to allow to do it not losing licenses etc like they, they I, I'm, I'm kind of jumping the gun here and you're reading through this but like uh-huh. they mentioned kendall milton here has been a repeated offender um three times for speeding once for failure to maintain uh, his lane has been arrested since July, 2021. So in less than two years has four major speeding offenses with fines, uh, including one month after the fatal accident uh, yeah. involving Willick. Uh, he was racing his car, his his 2019 Lamborghini Urus on the same exact street that those guys killed that they were killed at. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, doing donuts on that road and racing other cars. And then was just kind of didn't issue was, was pulled over with an I one report, not issued a citation at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. Come on. What the fuck are we doing here? It happened again on March 31, where other players, including a, a Gray Dodge Charger, uh, registered to to back. Tykee Smith uh, was also racing on Barnett Shoals Road, the same exact road where like was killed. Yeah, like
0: Tykee Ty Smith, who was a pretty recent addition to the program, right? Like last off season.
1: I think he was a WU transfer. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, So
0: this is not like just a guy who has been, you know, within the program for years. This is, that's, that's what they do. Once you get in, this is what this is, you know, this is what the team does for fun is that they uh, put each other in danger and put a whole bunch of people in danger on major roads in the town that they live in. Um, It says here as well, Jalen Carter, who was involved in you know, directly with that, uh, the, the, the fatal crash in, in January. Um, he was sentenced in March to a year of probation and a $1,000 fine and some community service. Uh, he had been cited twice for moving violations in September of 2022, once for speeding and once for failure to obey a traffic control device, um, both of which resulted in a fine. Uh, so that was his third That was his third such instance. Uh, obviously, the first two did not result in someone dying. The third one did. Um, and there's just, the story goes on. There's just a, there's a ton of this. There's a ton of like... These, you know, yeah. Uh, these quotes from the people. one about the
1: nylon Morris—that's pretty bad as well. Did you see that one in there? No, um, it's
0: it's a huge story. It's a it's a massive story, and there's a a figure who we're going to get to in a minute here, who is really kind of buried within this huge story that is just example after example of georgia players doing this of you know, getting in trouble but not really getting in trouble um and then of uh, contrasted with these quotes from agents from people within the police department from people within the program saying oh we're we're taking this seriously which is uh, I, I think good writing it's it's you know that's all you can work with so you might as well work around those quotes but like I don't know how anybody could possibly take them seriously. I don't know how you could take anything said in this story by anyone who works for any of these institutions seriously, because it's obvious that they're not—they don't care about this at all.
1: Not at all. They—they they couldn't give less of a fuck. It's—it's it's kind of the thing we have here. The one that keeps coming out is that, and I'm gonna—I'm gonna quote from uh, from Dogs Two Four Seven here, uh-huh. uh, which is the Georgia Two Four Seven, board, a, a reputable source, of course, um, about wide receiver Denilon Morissette. Uh, who was arrested for going 81 in a, in a 45 mile per hour zone? Again, just months after the, the fatal crash, uh, he also hit a, a woman's a 50 year old woman's Subaru Outback about 3:30 a.m. Uh, where then he was arrested for a strong odor of marijuana and not just that he was like stoned. He also it was bad enough that he had a greenish film on his tongue was how stoned this guy was. Yeah, uh, Jesus Christ. Sounds, that, to be fair, that sounds a bit fake. I don't know how much I'm buying that I'm yeah. part of it, but it is a funny. Sorry. I mean, it's a funny inclusion here. Yeah, uh, he was arrested and charged with four misdemeanors. Um, and, and there was another kind of incident with driving and speeding of his as well. Uh, and then there has been since uh, no remark of any kind of discipline for him no suspension, um, just nothing. There's been nothing. It happened on May 10th and there has been no news of any kind of punishment for him since by Georgia. Yeah. Um, just yeah. nothing like four misdemeanors, uh, two separate driving defenses this spring alone, not even like that good of a player, right? Like it's not like he had like a huge contribution to the team. Uh, he has been in like 10 games and I think had, uh, what's what's his career stats here? Let's pull it up. Um, he, he's played in 10 games total, as a true freshman and had two catches against Stanford. That's his whole contribution. Uh-huh. Um so that guy is getting protected by Kirby. Like that guy has no punishment. Like no one there is no one on this team who is like susceptible to punishment by Kirby Smart doesn't matter what they do off the field. It just doesn't matter. There's no punishment.
0: Yeah, there's another section here that says, when asked about punishments related to driving violations, the Georgia Athletic Association said in its statement that it could reduce academic achievement monetary awards for serious misconduct. Well, that'll do it. Um, The disciplinary process might also include a one-on-one meeting with Georgia Athletic Director Josh Brooks, who I'm sure cares a lot about this. Uh, And then it says here in a quote, consistent with other Power 5 programs, we historically do not suspend players for minor traffic infractions or speeding tickets, but we do pursue appropriate action the association said in the statement um, yeah. I don't know that you should be comparing yourself to other Power 5 programs given the numbers in the story I feel like maybe, <laughs> maybe you have gone past that point I think I think that that perhaps more action is required, given that you are not putting up the same numbers that other Power Five programs are, like at all. I don't think every Power Five program has like three hundred guys get three hundred
1: different instances of guys getting in trouble for driving crime, right? Yeah, the, the, that's what I mean. Like, like there, there's a direct quote here. I was looking for exactly what I was looking for. It's in the AJC where he said in 2019 Kirby had six players arrested over the exact same weekend sorry, over the previous six weeks, I should, I should clarify that six players rest over the previous six weeks. And their only punishment was to run the steps of the stadium in front of a select audience, a select audience of donors to Georgia's athletics department. Uh-huh. There were no other disciplinary actions after that following team rules or law breaking, law breaking. Yeah, just nothing. Yeah, there's just there's there. <laughs> I, I can't read this stuff. Like, it sounds like we're being like, extreme haters here. It's not like we're hardly like the, you know, <laughs> players should be arrested by cops, guys. But like, there's just no punishment for any of these players in this program. There's no accountability. Yeah. It doesn't matter how sweet the crime is. Like guys, you know, running over old ladies, uh, people dying. Like I, I sound like I'm like a fucking Republican here, but like there truly is
0: yeah that, just
1: nothing for any
0: of the players yeah i don't i don't want to seed the ground of it's bad to do driving crimes that put other people in danger to reactionaries i don't know that that's that should be like a reaction you shouldn't do that yeah
1: sure you shouldn't do <laughs> don't
0: try there, there should 85 be... miles an hour a residential road i don't
1: think that's crazy to say yeah
0: i don't think it's that wrong to be like they shouldn't be doing this and it that it happens this much is a reflection of a larger issue than just you know uh, right. a, a lack of personal responsibility, um, which would yeah. be, the, and, and much
1: like, so, sorry, go ahead. Ben.
0: The thing you can usually then apply that to is uh, there are like adults in charge of these kids. There are adults responsible for these kids. Uh, a lot of them, like a lot of them, who get paid a lot of money uh and then there are also police officers within I would assume a pretty large police department it's a it's a major school it's a major city one of the bigger cities in Georgia um there are a lot of people who should know better than to just keep letting this happen who are uh not they're just they're just standing by uh i the the the, the, play- yeah, the-, the like the the players are obviously on an individual basis, this when it's happening when it's happening over and over again, something needs to be done. But th- this
1: is a culture thing. This is a culture right, and, issue, and that's, and that's a coach to your thing. point about this. There's an anecdote in here about that with the cops, right? Like yeah. Michael Williams, one of their top defensive linemen, uh, basically one of his neighbors observed him for days on end, just peeling out as hard as he could from his uh, from his house in a gray Dodge Charger, to the point that they were like, you know, green smoke and burnt rubber trails and all that, yeah. and eventually the cops got called. And uh, a cop turned up, had his, he had his uh, body cam on for the conversation that was available to the report of this article, um, where someone had reported him doing this multiple times. The police officer said, if it is you, I'm just asking you to stop doing that. If it's not you, if it's someone else driving your car, you need to have them stop doing that, please, because we're going to put officers in the area. Williams, who said nothing about the allegations, nodded in acknowledgement and went back into his apartment. Great. He didn't even say anything to the cop. He just, like, nodded his head and went back inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, like, you just have, like, the local cop showing up. Like, hey, man, please, please stop doing that. Like, please stop peeling out of your driveway 80 miles an hour and almost killing your neighbors every day. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Don't. Yeah, like, quit.
0: On. Knock it off. And he's like,
1: yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Quit it. Yeah. There's, and then there's there's a, a place, there's a, the, a kind of the, the kicker here at the end of this, which I don't really know why, this is buried so deep in the story, this feels like kind of a significant thing that is just brushed off. I think that this would be, uh, honestly, the basis of its own story. I don't know why ESPN has not decided to cover it that way. Um, But about 2,000 words in, there's a a graph here that says, uh, Smart City brought in officers from the University Police and Athens-Clarke County Police last summer to educate the team about the dangers of street racing. Smart said, Bryant Gant, this is a name to know, the program's director of player support operations, suggested it after watching news clips of street racing in Atlanta, which I'm sure was his first ever exposure to it. Um, Gant is known as the program's fixer because of his practice... This is the actual text of this report. Gantt is known as the program's fixer because of his practice of helping athletes with criminal matters and acting as a liaison with law enforcement. His name appears on several police records obtained by ESPN, including two for Carter, often with a notation that he has paid a fine or has been asked to be notified of law enforcement's interaction with players. Emails obtained by ESPN show police department employees providing information to Gantt about traffic-related incidents. Uh, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported that Gant had contacted court officials on 82 separate legal matters involving players between 2016 and 2023. Um this is not like uncommon. There are there are guys who do this in Power 5 programs in in every FBS program. I think you will have yeah. a guy who is responsible for keeping the players you know, being a, kind of a court liaison basically for handling everything that the coaches wouldn't want to handle, that the coaches shouldn't handle.
1: He is this is your guy who keeps everything going, right? He's yeah, he's the famous the... one for Urban was Brian Voltini, who was heavily involved in the uh, yeah, in the Zach Smith story, where he was the guy who like basically <laughs> was texting Urban on their university phones about this. Not very really yeah. good at his shop, but yeah, this but, is like Brian Gantz doing the same thing, yeah, yeah. This is the, the unofficial. Job title
0: is as fixer is correct. This is your fixer. Most programs have this, um, but this is I think probably a little bit more brazen than usual, especially the part
1: about you know paying all of the fines. It seems like maybe... personally, like I, this, is, yeah, we can't overstate this, dude. A member of the football staff is personally going to the department to pay the fines for players getting in trouble for things they're supposed to be getting punished for. Yeah, it seems like, like maybe it's not Not gonna... only are they like condoning this by not punishing them, they're actively paying for the fines out of the pocket of a of a team employee. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it says here I, I'll read again including two for Carter often with the notation that he's paid a fine, right? Um, those are probably the two that I mentioned earlier in September of 2022, before Jalen Carter was involved in a street race that killed two people, including one of his teammates, um, that I would almost certainly, I I would certainly assume that this guy paid the fine for. I wonder why those didn't take, I wonder why that didn't have an impact at all on this guy who then was involved in two people in the program dying in a, in a street racing accident. I mean, Jesus Christ. You can't you can't do that. You can't pay the fines for these guys.
1: Uh. It's crazy. It's absolutely like, I mean, just, just it, unconscious. It, it, it's so irresponsible. It says like,
0: in the story here, and I'm sure that this will be settled out of court and it, it would never actually go to discovery, but it, it says in the story here that David Willick on behalf of his son's estate filed a lawsuit against the University of Georgia Athletic Association claiming the school's athletic department should be held liable for the fatal car crash that killed Devin Willick and uh, Chandler LaCroix. I don't know how you could possibly argue against it. I don't know how you could possibly say it's not that Georgia is not responsible for this. They are obviously responsible for this. Uh, blatantly yes. there's no <laughs> yes they are obviously i, I it's uh, it just just repeated the, the same stuff over and over and over again there's another quote here from the the athletic association Says, ongoing attempts to mischaracterize Bryant Gant's role with the football program are misplaced. As director of player support and operations, Mr. Gant serves as an invaluable resource for our student athletes, particularly as they navigate yeah. their lives mm-hmm. off the field. How is that any different than what is in the fucking report? That's what he does. Yes, you're right. That's what he does. That's the job.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> that, that's not it's... disputing any of that yeah they're navigating their fucking lives they're they're swerving through their goddamn lives yeah i agree that sounds right to me what
1: (laughs) what part of the report is misplaced like i know i know we're like i know we're kind of making light of this in a lot of parts like it is actually fucking horrifying yeah like the idea of like like how many times we talked about like player especially again i keep bringing him up with the urban Meyer incident in 2018 right like Like these coaches feel that they're entitled to like act like God and determine what's right or wrong, be judge, jury, and executioner in like the legal matters of all their players to feel like they're their father and kind of you know dole out punishment as they decide is correct. It's, it's like, it's unbelievable to not only do that, but to like make sure they don't get any punishment ever and pay any kind of consequences the state would have for them. Like not just in your own roof to make sure there's no punishment, in your own building to make sure it doesn't happen, but to go beyond that and make sure they don't face consequences like from the state of Georgia or the you know, Athens County is insane. Like this like again, to me, Kirby is essentially just like the revamped Urban Meyer in the sense of, that, that, I, I people probably saw this on Twitter already, but like Urban Meyer to me Right, obviously his whole thing was he was gonna take any player regardless of their off-field bullshit, if they were good enough on the field. He just yeah. didn't care, right? For a long time, he just did not give a fuck. If you could be in practice and, you know, be good in practice and play well in the field, if you were a difference maker, he would take you. I did not care what your problems were. Um But the thing is about him is he had this whole like Catholic guilt thing. He had the whole like Midwestern guy thing going on. He had to pretend to feel bad about it in the media, which then resulted in more media attention given the era and made him actually feel bad and stressed out, which is kind of one of his problems. Kirby Smart does away with that whole process by simply not caring. Like Kirby Smart is like a dead-eyed freak who just does not care all what his players do as long as they're winning games and playing hard. Like he doesn't give a fuck. There is no standard for his players off the field as long as they are culturally within the program inside the locker room and in practice like if you show up for practice you show up for weights you play well it does not matter if you murder someone outside the program you can do whatever the fuck you want he does not care yeah or inside the program
0: even it doesn't inside the program that's yeah, right it doesn't can seem it doesn't seem to matter you know for that either um or that you know if one of your teammates does that and then you go and and race on the same road a month later yeah it doesn't seem to matter at all um and of course like you like you said there's you know, who's pushing back against this Uh, AJC and kind of ESPN maybe. And uh, I guess us, um,
1: uh, yeah, Jesus, man, it's, it should be a much bigger fucking story. It's, it's like, yeah, I hope this gets picked up nationally tomorrow somewhere. We look like fools for saying it. Well, but like, I mean, it's on ESPN. They already buried it. Like, where else is it going to come out at? Like, like yeah. AJC had a story six days ago about this stuff, including punishments. Th- and this was the first time. Yeah this, this, just now.
0: yeah, this is the first time I had seen it, and now ESPN's got it, like you said, on the sidebar, um, buried. It, it's just, uh, it's bad. It's bad. It's 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 really bad. Um, it is a it is a very gross part of this uh, of this sport, and it doesn't seem like it's going to be going away anytime soon.
1: Yeah, um, I I, I yeah. mean, it's like. I mean, there are levels It happens a lot of different places, obviously. But like this stuff usually does look a lot of things. College football don't matter. Guys get away with bad stuff. This stuff does usually come back to at least personally harm the coach responsible for it. Even if there's not like full consequences for all their wrongdoing, they do suffer some negatives from this. I have Um, to think this bites Kirby at some point, right? There has to be something coming from all this. I hope like I hope in some karmic level there is. Yeah, you would yeah. You you would hope just yeah,
0: universally that there is something coming back to him at some point for all of this, but who knows?